everyone, and welcome to Into the 99. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel. Today we're going to be talking uh, about Belladross. So with me are Ryan and Brian, and we are going to get right into it because Belladross has lots to talk about, and I love this commander. So for anyone who has not seen it, actually, before I even get into that, Brian and Ryan, how are you? I am wonderful. Huh. How are you, Daniel? Huh, I'm good. I'm excited for Belladross. I was trying to get right up in there. Everyone's going to think I was talking to uh... myself. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that uh you're actually able to attend today, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Even though you had another midnight emergency. <laughs> yeah. A lot of late nights of work. So But hey, this is a perfect commander to talk about. We're in the we're in the, the business of you here. <laughs> yeah. Bella Draw is what I'm gonna look like if I don't start sleeping. Whew. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Belladross is one of the Elder Dragons from Strixhaven, and we kind of went over on the Arcavios episode what they are. They're basically like kind of the gods of the plane. Uh, Belladross is, it's Belladross Witherbloom, is a 4-4 flying Elder Dragon for five colorless, one black, one green. And it is a pretty hefty cost for a commander, as was pointed out when we were initially talking about this. It has at the beginning of each upkeep, not yours. Create a 1-1 black and green pest token with when this creature dies, you gain a life. And then you can pay 10 life, untap all lands you control, activate it only once each turn. So as soon as I saw this commander, I just fell in love with it. I thought it was such a cool concept. I love untapped shenanigans. And I decided to build a deck based on using that pay your life. Because we've said many times, uh, back with Sherman a lot of the time too, we also said, life is a resource. People don't really use the resource, right? And a lot of the people in our playgroup, I think out of everyone, probably Zach probably uses life the most life in the graveyard. Yep. That's his domain. That's his jam. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely sad Zach couldn't be here today to see this deck because I think he'd like it, but. Yeah, he's off on an adventure with Benson. Yeah, Zach. And Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> They've, they're in the wilds on Arcavios trying to find Belladros to bring him back home to Daniel. Yeah, so I'm still editing this deck up a little bit. I, uh, was on another Magic podcast, the Aggies cast, and we were building budget versions of seven CMC two-color commanders, which a little more <laughs> challenging for anyone who's ever seen how I build. It's not really my build style. But, uh... Aggies, uh, Rick. <laughs> exactly. So, uh... But, like, we're in green, though. Seven yeah. CMC's nothing. We yeah. have so much ramp. It wasn't so, too bad. I have a I have a budget version of this. I'll probably upload that as well. This is now that I've started to actually branch the deck out a bit. So can I mention something? So I was one of the haters of this card when it first came out. Yeah, you were. I saw 7 CMC for a 4-4 dragon. I was like, this thing's dumb. And then Dan, I think it was either Dan or Zach pointed out that you get the pests during each upkeep. And I was like, okay, it's pretty cool. I mean, It's still expensive, but it's good. And then I played against it, and it absolutely savagely wrecked me. And I am 100% on board with this card. I love it. I can't wait to build it. It's amazing. Go buy them all. I didn't even see this pay 10 life to untap all your lands. That's what I was saying, Brian. Yes. Holy crap. So (laughs) now it's only once I'm taking three. Oh, oh, when when we played, uh, when we played on Saturday last week, Brian, that's why, because Belladross isn't just a drop seven mana, pass your turn dragon. He's a drop seven mana, pay 10 life and have seven. So he accelerates your turn from 7 mana to 14 mana, and that's nuts. The token generation aside, that's nuts. That's crazy. And with, like, Dan is playing one of the cards in his deck, which we'll get to to later, but using this and finding ways to sacrifice Belladros and bring Belladros back, you get to do the ability again. That's not even my shenanigans. My 
Uh, no, 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 but you you have eternity vessel. Yeah, that's true. Which allows the shenanigans to continue because you're never really out of worry for life. Well, we'll start right into my artifacts. So my my deck is about life and loss. I, I read the Belladross story from, like, Wizards uh, when Liliana's talking with him. Again, very, or her, sorry. When Liliana's talking with Belladross, and they're just having a really good conversation about both the life and loss aspect of the necromancy, not just the bringing things back from the dead but also the living, and I just, oh, I'm super in love with the cards, super in love with the lore, so my artifacts and pretty much every card in the deck is to do with something in that theme. So my artifact list starts off with Aetherflux Reservoir, which is whenever you cast a spell, you gain a life, and then pay 50 life, deals 50 damage to target creature or player. There's a lot of pay pay life shenanigans. Yeah, this is the uh, the CDH laser beam card. <laughs> it is the CDH laser. I just like to use it as a threat to everyone at the table all the time. I often don't kill people with it, but I just love to play it with like 200 life. I, I think the the best story that I've heard of you with this Aether, Aether Flex is with Benson, where you <laughs> killed this creature. Yeah, he he naturalized <laughs> it, and I Aether Fluxed his Llanowar off. <laughs> Sometimes you got to send a message. I'll let you read this next one, Brian, because I know you do like this next one. So the next card we have is Bola Citadel, and this is probably one of my favorite cards because I have a masterpiece version of it, and it looks mint. And Bola Citadel is three colorless and three black. It's a legendary artifact, and you may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may play the top card of your library if you cast a spell this way. Pay life equal to its converted mana cost rather than pay its mana cost. You can tap to sacrifice 10 non-land permanents, and each opponent loses 10 life. So I wanted to jump in and talk on that one. The reason that, first off, pain life is the shenanigans of the game, but the ability to sack all those pest tokens you're making to gain yourself life and drain everyone else life is so on theme with this deck, and I love it. That's actually great. I really enjoy that. Well, it's good, too, that they when you sack the pest, they gain you the life. Yep. Because I had the same idea with elves. And yeah. then you can use Belladross again. <laughs> yeah, Belladross is a fun thing to use. Uh, Eternity Vessel is a card that basically must be in any deck like this. When you're when you're playing so many shenanigans with your life, you got to have a way to get it back. Uh, it's, as Ryan was talking about earlier, six mana. Uh, it enters the battlefield with X charge counters on it, where X is your life total. has landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control. You can have your life total become the number of charge counters on Eternity Vessel. It is super good. I love it. Um, we've got some basic ramp. I got like Golgari Locket. We got a Soul Ring, uh, Lich's Tomb. So I uh, tend to accidentally kill myself a lot while I play this deck. Yes, I paid my it. life down. Yeah. So we put Lich's Tomb in. It's a four mana artifact. You don't lose the game for having zero or less life. Whenever you lose life, sacrifice a permanent for each one life you've lost. So again, I just sacrifice the pest tokens with this every time I lose life, and then I actually gain life. I hate that it's a permanent, so if you don't have those pests, goodbye, lands. <laughs> well, or goodbye, Lich's Tomb, and then die to state-based, but we won't talk uh, about that. Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Planar Bridge is uh artifact again, six mana, tap eight. So search your library for a permanent, put onto the battlefield, then shuffle. It's not just an artifact, it is a legendary artifact. It is a legendary. This next card as well is... Probably my favorite card in the deck, and it's my favorite way so far to kill people with this deck. It's Soul Conduit. Pay, <laughs> it's six mana, it's six and a tap, two target players exchange life totals. 
So like the whole point of this deck was when I saw this in spoilers, I was like, I'm, I'm going to kill myself and give people zero life total to let them die to state based. That's, 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 that's really funny. <laughs> so, it's the whole point of the deck. I've got a few other cards in here that do a similar thing. And that's the, the entire part of it is I just want to put my life to zero and then switch life totals. It's the funniest way you're going to kill your play group. No one's going to be happy about it except for you while you howl laughing. That's a great time. I love that card. Um, and then Throne of the God Pharaoh, because any any token deck should be running Throne of the God Pharaoh. It's just a silly card. Ah, two mana I'm for another. That I don't have enough a, of these. For another legendary artifact, Brian. Uh the beginning of each end step of your end step story. Each opponent loses life equal to the number of tapped creatures you control. That's awesome. Yeah. I so, need more. <laughs> I, I run so many like token decks or like the elf decks, and I'm like, I I don't have one of these for it. I run one Planeswalker, and it's uh, it, it's not bad. I just really like the ability to draw cards. That's really what it's there for. But it also is nice to be able to do it for each land. I get a lot of land in the deck. It's Garrick Primal Hunter. Two, triple green. It has plus one, create a beast token, so it protects itself. Minus three, draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. Minus six, create a 6-6 six, six green worm for each land you control. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. It's not horrible. Um, Brian, you like enchantments. I'll let you start us off. You and Ryan can take these enchantments away. So the first enchantment is pronounce them. I butcher this. Our ghouls. Our ghouls. Our ghouls. Blood fast. It's one and a black. It's a legendary enchantment. You can pay one and a black. Pay two life. Draw a card at the beginning of your upkeep. If you have five or less life, you may transform our ghouls. Blood fast, and it flips into. Temple of oh, whatever that is. Oh, yeah, that. Um, so it's a legendary land. You can tap it to add a black to your mana pool, or you can tap it to sacrifice a creature, and you gain life equal to that sacrifice creature's toughness. Yeah, just okay. a bunch of sacrifice outlets here. I'll see what you're doing. Yeah. The next card's Awakening Zone. It's two colors and a green enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may create a zero one one colorless Eldrazi spawn token with it as sack this creature to add a colorless mana. Help you ramp out Belladros and activate all the crazy expensive abilities of your spells. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. And then next up we got Fadung. <laughs> Fecundity. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, apparently, I can't read this morning. Uh, so it's two and a green. It's an enchantment. And whenever a creature dies, that creature's controller may draw a card. Right on theme for the necromancy death. Yeah. The next card is Font of Agonies. It's one black for an enchantment. And whenever you pay life, put that many blood counters on Font of Agonies. Pay a colorless and a black to remove four blood counters from Font of Agonies to destroy target creature. I like this. This card seems really, really good in this deck. Yeah, it yeah. basically gives me like five destroys off the bat. Or, uh, sorry, 
two destroys two. off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, it, it's really fun to play, too. Uh, Greed is the next one. Again, very on theme. Pay two life, draw a card. You will kill yourself playing this deck. Like, it is a... I cannot understate that. You are going to run out of life, but you're going to have fun. Nobody in your playgroup is going to understand what you're doing. But they're Until gonna, it's too late. Yeah, you're your biggest enemy in this deck, and it's super fun. But that's how you want it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Greed with the pay two life, draw a card. I absolutely love it. Growing Rights of Itlamok, again, it's really mm-hmm. spiked in price lately, but <laughs> it's a lot better than buying a Gaius Cradle. So, you know. What's that? That, that yeah. seems too too rich for my blood. <laughs> yeah. uh, growing Rights of Itlamok is two and a green. When it enters, look at the top four cards. You can put a creature from among them into your hand, put the rest on the bottom in any order. Beginning of your end step, if you control four or more creatures, which you pretty much always should in Veladross, uh, flip it, and then it flips to a guy's cradle that also taps for a forest. And I really like this one. We got Kalani Heart Expedition. It's one in a green. It's an enchantment landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may put a quest counter on Kalani Heart Expedition. Remove three quest counters from Kalani Heart Expedition and sacrifice it. Search your library for up to two basic land cards, reveal or, and put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. It's easy ramp yeah. and really easy to do in green. <laughs> The next card's Last Laugh. This card is is a gem. I remember playing this card back in the day. Uh, two colors, black, black. Whenever a permanent other than Last Laugh is put into a, a graveyard from play, Last Laugh deals one damage to each creature and each player. When there are no creatures, when no creatures are in play, sacrifice Last Laugh. So with those pests, we'll gain at least some of the life that we're taking away, but... This is a pretty good chain reaction way. As soon as it does one damage to each creature, you're going to kill all your pests and then have like a 14 it's damage board, board wipe. Yeah, it's uh, pretty frustrating to people, and I like it a lot. Seems mean. It is. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Leylight of Vitality. So a little bit of death with a little bit of life, right? That's right. what we want here. Exactly. We got two and a, two and two green. If Leylight of Vitality is in your opening hand, you may. Begin the game with it on the battlefield. Turn zero, drop. What, what? <laughs> and then creatures you control get plus zero, plus one. You're just going to make your pests bigger. Mm-hmm. And then whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may gain one life. Oh, that's one life per turn. Yeah, that's important. You definitely need that life. It is a resource that is dwindling in this. <laughs> the next card is Lich's Mastery. Uh, three colors, three black, black, black. It has, it's a legendary enchantment. It has hexproof. You can't lose the game. Whenever you gain life, draw that many cards instead. Whenever you lose life, for each one life lost, exile a permanent you control or a card from your hand or graveyard. And when Lich's Mastery leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. There's so much upside. There's so then... much downside. <laughs> Let me tell you, you can really hurt yourself with this one. It's uh, some Johnny Cash hurt in the background plays sometimes with this. I really, I really like like the whenever you gain life to draw a card because yep. like oh, all my pests die. I draw fourteen cards. I like I gain fourteen life. I draw fourteen cards, and then if you have last laugh out, oh, all of you guys lose fourteen life. This one is <laughs> uh, like it's a very fun thing, but it's specifically there again to be able to kill people with zero life. I. I have a theme, and I'm going with that theme, no matter the cost. Yeah, you're you're geared in for it, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Song of Freilis is a really good ramp card in a token deck. It really should see more play, to be honest. 
Uh, it's two and a green, and it has, for the first two turns, it's a saga. First two turns, it's out. Creatures you control add tap to add one man of any color. So, again, with your pests, the first time you're around the table, you've got four extra mana to tap. It's pretty solid. Then it's minus, uh, not minus three, sorry, it's not a planeswalker. It's third <laughs> saga before you sack it. It's put a one encounter on each creature you control, then they gain vigilance, trample, and indestructible till the end of the turn. Good the turn that last laugh goes off. Yeah. Uh, Verdant embraces three colors, green, green, enchantment aura, enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus three, plus three, and has, at the beginning of each upkeep, create a one-one sapling creature token. Yeah. This this fits perfectly. Like I, I I like so far, I'm really enjoying this deck build. I think, <laughs> think you'd have that, such a blast playing it. The only card I see that you're missing from enchantment is uh Journey to Eternity. That's a good one. Just so you can if you have a way to sacrifice Belladros, then you can get double activations out of him. Eh, it's not all about Belladros reanimates other people. <laughs> um so we uh I'll go into my sorceries next. I I wanna do my creatures very last because they're they're fun. There's but, some juicy ones. Yeah, so uh, the first sorcery I have is Beacon of Creation, and this one just keeps spiking because tokens have been so fun, especially with, like, Essex. The, I can't remember the name of the other Quandrix commander right now. I'm just super into Essex. The twins. Yeah, exactly. But it's put a 1-1 green insect creature token for each forest you control. Shuffle Beacon of Creation into its owner's library. It is a really, really solid token creator at four mana. Can't really go wrong. A lot of tokens, but I want things to sacrifice, so... Um, Bountiful Harvest is next. It's five mana. I gain one life for each land I control, which, again, I really need to gain life in this deck. Uh, some of these ones are the ones I'm going to cut as I do it. They were more of the budget build option, and I'm just kind of figuring out which ones I want to keep. But I just want to quickly jump back to that beacon. Yeah. I remember when these cards came out, and do you know what? I haven't even thought about using any of those in any decks. Yeah, they're super the only cool. One that, the only one that I've used is the Beacon of Immortality in a life gain deck. But I completely forgot, really, that it was a whole cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this one's really good. I didn't even think about putting in, like, any of my token decks. Right. I run green in everything. See? Brian gets it. Like, oh. like with Silvala, I have all my, I get all my lands out. I could even just easily make just a bunch of blockers. A Beacon of Creation is, any deck that you're ramping in green, there's no reason to not run it. It's, if you have four lands, it's a create four tokens for four minimum. Like, it's solid. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, for each forest, so your duels will still count. Like I'm More really ballers. enjoying that card. I'm going to have to head out to that LGS and go, hey, do you got any? Speaking of creation, so good. I, and like I said, I'm, I'm happy to see people starting to play it more. But in something like Essex, where you make all your tokens into one other thing, you beacon of creation to make like 10 creatures, and those 10 creatures come into something else. Love it. People should really start running Crafty Cut Purse. Go pick those cards up. It's uh, it's unrelated to this episode, but it's if tokens would enter <laughs> under an opponent's control, you get them instead. And there's a lot of really nonsense token stuff going on right now. Somebody wants to holebreacher the table after a mind's aglow, hit them with a the crafty cut person. Just watch their day get wrecked. That seems good for the precon league if you're listening, well, it's, yeah. Mr. Daniel. Yeah, sometimes you got to make treasures. But yeah, no, it's uh, crafty <laughs> cut purse is really solid. I uh, I run it in uh, rune, and it's very frustrating to people. Yes. Yeah, they try to yes, make tokens, and I just take their tokens by blinking it. Ooh, it's a great, it's a great time to be a, to be a degenerate in magic. Let me tell you. Uh, the next cards we have is Circuitous Root, which again is probably another one that I'll cut. But I, I kind of still like the ability to go get it. I'd still go get like the Golgari Guildgate, which I don't have in the deck right now for some reason. Whoops. Um, we have Circuitous well, and Root. And it's two, right? It's it's two lands that come in, which is great. Yeah, it's not horrible. And 
the the lands coming in untapped or uh, coming in tapped kind of doesn't matter because I'm just untapping them with Bellatrix anyways. So I'm like using like a pseudo amulet of vigor effect with Bellatrix. I have no idea what this next card is. Oh, it's cultivate. It's just the Japanese cultivate. Good lord, that if you if you put them together, like if you don't expand it out, they look like they're the same. Like yeah, it looks like it goes card. down from the next card. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was like a really weird like <laughs> circuit circuitous route. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I I generally play pretty similar ramp. Like uh, I really like circuitous route, cultivate, explosive vegetation, migration path. Migration path is just the better explosive vegetation, but I still like both. Everyone, a lot of people whine and say that four is too much for ramp but we're I do some, think, sometimes casual games you gotta have fun i do think it's funny though like you like all the three and four mana ramp and i've pretty much gone all down to the two mana like the rampant growth far seek nature's lore and See, three visits most people have but everybody sits there and just ignores you if you look like you're behind i mean it's somewhat true yeah you know like ryan's ryan's ramping out on two and i'm like oh i'm just i'm just playing a uh, explosive vegetation I'm ending I'm up with more lands anyways, but <laughs> I love it. Sometimes sometimes you've got to dirtle and just guilt the table is what I'm saying right now. Just quickly, this is my politics advice. Politics, guilt the, guys. Yeah, exactly. Guilt the table and be like, man, I'm just not hitting anything. And then suddenly you have Belladross and 30 creatures. Then you're a problem. I I have to. I'm amazed that I have not seen this card before. Which one? So we went through the the ramp. We got the yeah. cultivated, the explosive vegetation, harmony of nature. Yeah, this is a cool one. Oh, so it's cool. two and a green and tap any number of creatures. You gain four life for each creature tapped this way. I love it. How? You know, I would generally discount this card, except for what all of Witherbloom is trying to do. Yeah. I'm picking I, this card up today. It's a yeah, really one, fun card. One hundred percent right now. Well, yeah. Well, it, is it, it, it exists anywhere outside of? I don't uh, think so. Portal? Whatever that is. <laughs> the uh, can be, oh, sorry, we got our echo there. Well, I was just to say, portal can be a problem for cards. Yeah, true. Uh, it is really if you have ten tokens, which any good token deck should, you get forty life. It's crazy. That's four Belladross. What are we talking about? Yeah, just doubling my life. And then if you if you're playing like the actual wither bloom deck with that whenever you gain life your opponents lose that much life yeah there's, uh, or, there's some silly stuff yeah i'm i'm going to have to grab that card this is amazing there's a lot of pay life shenanigans in this deck uh this next one is one of my favorite ones uh it's killing wave x and a black for each creature its controller sacks it unless they pay x life yeah it uh definitely works uh kodama's reach is also in my ramp here uh, we've got Parallel Evolution, which is a good token card. It has, for each creature token in play, its controller puts a creature token in play that's a copy, and then it has Flashback, so I can make a lot of pests. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> I love this card. I just I find myself putting this next card. I'll let Ryan read this next one, but I, I just keep putting it in decks. I keep buying everyone that I find. So you're talking Parallel Evolution, correct? Yeah, right after no. Parallel okay. Evolution. Oh, Pure into the abyss is four colorless black, black, black sorcery. Target player draws cards equal to half the number of the cards in their library and loses half their life round up each time. I just this card. I love this card. It's something. It's something. I mean, it's funny to do to other people. It's funny to do to yourself. If you uh, if you have your eternity vessel out and you can gain your life back, you're basically paying seven mana to draw half your deck, and that's fine. Yeah. 
I didn't even think about the Eternity Vessel. Well, yeah, once once Belladross is out, you basically, if you're untapping, you pay half your life, uh, pay half your life, pay ten life, and then Eternity Vessel yourself back up, and you have half your deck and all your lands untapped. <laughs> you just need to make sure you have some form of, like, Reliquary Tower. I can... Again, you're in Golgari, so who cares if you had the stuff in your graveyard? Yeah. I, I cannot express how good that untap engine is for ten life. Like, it... It looks so silly, but you gain so much life in this deck. And there's one card specifically I want to talk about how you gain the life, and it's so fun. I love it. Um, the next one we have is Pest Infestation, and I also just am in love with this card. I think That's every one, deck right? should run it. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, it's XX Green. Destroy up to X target artifacts and or enchantments, and then create twice X uh, black and green pest tokens, where when it dies, you gain one life. This card's ridiculous. So it's a token generator and token generator and removal in one card is so good because if I have like 50 creatures and I have like my Itlamok out and I just like dump 25 into the X's, I can destroy up to 25 artifacts or enchantments and just go on a shattering spree of Brian's treasures and stuff like that. Like hilarious first off. And then I'll make 50 pests like, oh, oh, such a good card. If it was instant speed, I would love it even more, but. I'll take it. I'll definitely take uh, it for sure. I took that to heart, Dan. Sometimes you make too many treasure tokens with that smothering Ooh. tithes. I'll hit, what? I'll hit Ristic Study. I'll hit smothering tithes. Where's that land tax? <laughs> One beautiful thing to do about the collector's boosters out of the set is they're putting the cards that were specific to the commander's deck in the collector's boosters. Yep. I think it's very cool. That's where, so I, that's where to, I picked this one up. You'll be able to pick those up without having to buy the precons. In full art. Yeah, I know. This one not being in the set kind of bummed me out, but that's okay. Um, Profane Transfusion is... I'll, I'll let Brian try to figure out why this is in the deck. Brian, go ahead and read this one. So it's six black, 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 and it's sorcery mythic. Ooh. And it's two, uh, two target players exchange life total. You create an XX colorless horror artifact creature token where X is the difference between those players' life totals. So if Mr. Daniel goes down to zero life... And then he changes his life total with someone else. Even if you're at, I'm like, gonna... one life, it's really funny to, like, basically spend the whole game, like, self-harming yourself and then be like, all right, now Brian's at one life. And I get a 20 if, like, they're still at a significant amount of life. Yeah, I get a 39, 39. The... I can so see Well, it's half thing. the life, isn't it? No, it's, it's X is the difference between the difference. life. Difference. Okay, nope, I read it wrong. I yeah. can see this card pissing Zach off. <laughs> it's very fun. It's... <laughs> it's really funny to play this deck i cannot i like i said i i do silly things in magic i've got a lot of weird like play styles and shenanigans but this is like one of the most fun the basically all of the elder dragon builds that i've done so far i've uh i put together gala galazeth shadrix and uh Belladross so far and i have had a blast with every one of them each each one is so unique to what their colors actually do they're so fun the elder dragons are great i have to build the other two don't know what I'm going to do with Velomachus aside from yell it and make my fridge float. <laughs> but I really hope that you guys are right from your lore episode where there's other ones. Some, that'd be so good. Yeah. At some point we get to go to the other side of Arcavios and play with the, the allied color dragons. Yeah. Wizards yep. take the idea. Yeah. Do exactly. it. Well, no, they don't let us down. They, they make sets two and a half years in advance. True. Uh, Sapperling Symbiosis is the next one. It's three and a green for sorcery. You can play it at instant speed if you pay two. And then, uh, you get a green Sapperling token into play for each creature you control. Yeah. Love it. Brian, you're going to like this next card. Put it on your list to go get today. 
toil to renown. One and a green, and let's learn this together, everybody. You gain one life for each tapped artifact, artifact, creature, and land you control. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I guess like it all depends, but yeah, that's not as good as the other good. one, but it's still good. No, the other one's a lot better because I you have to actually tap your stuff prior to this, right? Well, I just you do it when yeah you do it when you <laughs> swing at them. Yeah. And then so they're like, they're like, hey, everything. I'll kill you next turn. I'll be like, okay, well, I'll toil to renown and gain 40 tokens of life. Come at me, bro. And then cast the other, the harmony of nature. Yeah. In the same turn. Yeah. Um, Appetite for the unnatural is the first instant in the deck, and it's not the best instant for removal, but it's on theme of gaining life. So it's two and a green for an instant destroy target artifact or enchantment. You gain two life. That's a thing. Yeah, Assassin's Trophy is also great. If you have the budget to put an Assassin's Trophy, it slots into every Golgari deck. It, it's just a solid Golgari removal card. Destroy any permanent, they go get a basic. I really enjoy the, the artwork Can I take for this, this one? one. Yeah, please. Dark Triumph. Dark Triumph, four colors and a black instant. If you control a swamp, you may sacrifice a creature instead of paying Dark, dark Triumph's mana cost. Creatures you control get plus two, plus oh until end of turn. I I mean, it's a mini, I, I shouldn't even say it's a mini Crater Hoof Behemoth, but a mini um, Overwhelming Stampede. Yeah. I love it. That they're, you're, you're going to catch your opponent off guard with it and maybe kill somebody. It's really easy to be like, they're just 1-1s. One what are we talking about? Ooh, I like this next one. Actually, the last ability won't trigger on Sacrifice, right? So it's not Golgari on, Charm? Yeah, not on Sacrifice, but it's, uh, yeah, you read it and then I'll talk about it. Golgari Charm, black and a green, instant. Choose one. All creatures get minus one, minus one until end of turn, or destroy target enchantment, or regenerate each creature you control. So, like, it's a good save against board wipe, but also sometimes you need to get rid of those pests. Like, sometimes you have to get that emergency life gain because you've, uh, you've... Angered people? Yeah, and you've <laughs> kind of just been a little too silly with yourself, and you're down to ten life, and someone's trying to hit you. Uh, being able to wipe your pests off the battlefield at instant speed is really cool because then you can get all that life gain. Uh, I just like the utility of this card, but the regenerate and the ability to kill my own pests is definitely the real reason it's in there. Yeah, I guess like you could technically, like if you were at that low life total, someone swung out at you, block with your pest, your pests technically die, you gain the life, you regenerate them to come back. No, they, they wouldn't die, if, so I they don't, if I regenerate them, they don't die, actually. It just destroys. They get a regeneration shield is how it works. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it just taps them. But uh, you can block, and then the damage, like, they're assigned is blocked, and then you can still board wipe your own pests to get your life gain back up. Okay, I like it. I like it. It's uh, it's a fun. We've got Harrow because I really like to ramp. Ryan, next one. Yeah, I've never seen this card before. Luminescent Rain. It's two colorless and a green. Choosy creature type, pest. You gain two life for each permanent you control of that type. Ooh. That's a cool card for this deck, this kind of a deck. Yeah. Like, it seems garbage in most decks that aren't anywhere tribal-focused. Brian, you jump in this next one, and I'll take this last one, because it's worth talking about the last one. It's so cool. So we got Second Harvest, two, two green. For each token you control, create a token that's a copy of that permanent. We saw the art. No. Lotus was hoping to get this card out when she was playing her new, her new uh, Quandrix deck. Uh, Benson, and it would have definitely put it work. Benson did it with rocks. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> his That's Togo so deck funny. is so silly, but he had like 20 rocks on the battlefield and then played Urza. Like his de- that Togo deck has so much potential. And there's so many games that I've played against him where he makes like a billion rocks and then just does nothing with them. Benson, the just Benson has single-handedly made me respect that troll meme card. I like I put it in Galazeth. It's a it's got a place in some decks. I I gotta say it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty funny card. So the next card is one I have never seen one other player in Magic play. I've never seen a single person play it. If you play it. Shout out to you, you know good cards and fun cards. If you don't play it, go to your store and buy these. This is like the my favorite card. It's stunning reversal. It's three and a black. The next time you would lose the game this turn, instead you draw seven cards and your life total becomes one and you exile stunning reversal. <laughs> so, I like the card draw. <laughs> so, let me quickly explain something. If you're playing like the Witherbloom one where it cares how much life you've gained, your life total does drop below zero. So if Brian swings out with a hundred creatures at me, a hundred one ones, and I'm at one life and I stunning reversal, my life will go down to zero and then it will continue past for all the damage I take. Then it will come back. My life total becoming one will put my life total from 90 minus 99 to one counting as a 100 life gain. Dan had to illuminate me on this. I was like, this is so, so why would you play this card? If Terrible you have name. something like an Alhameret's archive or something that cares about like uh a Loxid the I can't remember the name of the white one. The anything that doubles your life total. Mm-hmm. This this will double it more. So if I have an Alhameret's archive out and this happens, then I'll go up two hundred life instead of one hundred in this. It's a really, really fun situation. It has a lot of really complex and interesting rules, like if uh if Brian tries to blue sun zenith me for like 50 and I have 40 cards in my deck and I play stunning reversal, I would lose the game from not drawing. But instead of that, I would, it would replace it. But then I would draw and die for the second draw seven. But if everyone's milled out at the same time, you will be the last person technically alive, even though you'll draw seven and lose. Everyone else has lost already. It's a, it's a really fun meme card. But dra- I like that. That's funny. Yeah, drawing seven cards. Basically, I pay ten life, add zero. Like when I go to zero, I draw seven cards. My life becomes one. I love it. It's I just I love stunning reversal. It's such a cool card, and it's really fun to wreck people's uh, combat. They try to crater hoof behemoth you, and you just okay. I'll draw seven. You know, there's a lot of games where you're basically if everyone had a I had one more turn jar, it'd all be full. Every one of us, we all would have won on our next turn for sure. But this gives you a chance to actually prove it. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love it. Now we will get into uh, some of the, like the more fun cards in the deck here. Like we've we've gone pretty quick through it and stuff. There's not there's not too much left of the deck, but uh, we'll go through the creatures. I'll let Brian start us off with it. So we got the queen, the ant queen. It's three and two green creature insect, and you can pay. Um, oh, why? Oh, sorry. Uh, colorless and a green to put a 1-1 green insect creature token onto the battlefield. And correct me, insects are pests, are they not? I don't I don't think so. They're, I don't I think thought, they're a pest type. I thought there's three, three different other creature types were technically pests, or might I be wrong? No, I think Blex pumps up other ones. Oh, that's why I might like be bats. thinking about... Yeah, bats, bl- rats, snakes, pests. 
Yeah, Blex makes uh, other pests, bats, insects, snakes, and spiders get 1-1. One, one. Uh, okay, that's what I was thinking about. I thought they they kind of... Around these it, things are... Cool. Like, well, technically, if you think about it, insects are pests. They're very <laughs> annoying. <laughs> very true. Uh, Ryan, this next one. Ayara, first of Lockthwain. It's three three black for a legendary creature, Elf Noble 2-3. When Ayara, first of the Lockthwain, or another black creature enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. And then you can tap it, sacrifice another black creature to draw a card. So a good way to use those pests, gain a life, draw a card. Uh, every time sacrifice the pests the pest. come in, you gain a life. Yeah. Brian, the next one. Oh, oh, Bantu, the glorified. Looks very good in this photo. So it's two and a black. It's a legendary creature god. It has Menace and Indestructible. Bantu, the glorified. Can't attack or block unless a creature died under your control this turn. You can pay one and a black to sacrifice another creature to scry one, and each opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. I don't think that I think this is the only like Bantu that I haven't seen yet, and I do enjoy this. I like it. I like Bantu. Um, Dread Presence is just a good way to gain life if you have black. It's a pretty solid utility on a card. It's three and a black for a nightmare. Three, three. Whenever a swamp enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. You draw a card and lose a life, or it deals two damage to any target and you gain two life. The, uh, I like the, that, actually. I'll let you read this next one too, Brian, because I feel like you'll like this because you play a lot of tokeny decks too. You should put this in uh, Zerus. Elder of Laurels. Two and a green. It's a human advisor. Obviously a creature. Three. Uh, you can pay three and a green to uh, target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creatures you control. Oh, I like that. You can do that more than once, Brian. Yeah, I'm going to bump up Cyrus and then hit someone. No, you get to draw like all of these cards and I get to draw all of these cards. No, but I'm saying if you have 10 snakes, you can pay 8 and give it 10, 10 twice. Yeah. Ooh, draw 20 cards? Yeah. They draw right? 20 cards? Yeah. I love it. See, I just, I just try to let everybody have fun with their decks. <laughs> um, We've got Elvish Mystic, obviously like Pip Ramp is like good in any green deck that cares about big costs. And I, I hope this is actually the card, the, the version of the card that you have, Daniel, because I love this old it border. It is definitely, and I, the Elvish Mystic, yeah, all of, all of these ones are the borders I have. The, these are the actual ones in the deck. Um, the next one is Erebos Bleakhearted, and I just find myself loving this card more and more. Three and a black for a five, six enchantment god. It's indestructible as long as your devotion to black is less than five. It's not a creature. Whenever another creature you control dies, you can pay two life if you do draw a card, which is solid. <laughs> then for two, sack another creature. Target creature gets minus two, minus one till end of turn. Man, I, you love losing on your life. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, you don't care about paying life in this deck. But nope. if you do, the next card really helps you get it back. Essence Warden is one in a green, or it's one green for a 1-1 one, one elf shaman. Whenever another creature enters, you gain a life. I love these cards. I love the Soul Sisters. I love Essence Warden. I, I just love these little creatures I can get out. And like if Daniel's playing a token deck or some like, like just someone who's going off and creating all of these creatures and I'm just like good, ticking up my life total. <laughs> good life gain definitely is a blast. Um, The next one I kind of put in, I don't know if I'm going to keep it in. It hasn't really played out that well for me, but we'll, we'll keep seeing how it is. It's Hell's Caretaker. Have you, have you actually played it out of curiosity? Like been able to actually get it out in a game? I got it out, but I haven't been able to use it. And the one time I could use it, I just didn't have anything that was better than what was on the board. 
Ah, so those it, situations. Yeah, it, it's good to sacrifice pests. It's health caretaker. It's three and a black for a one one horror. You can tap it to sack a creature, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, activate only during your upkeep. The only during your upkeep is kind of the restriction that I was having a big problem with. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like it just, if it was any time and I could use it to answer problems as they were presented and like flicker a flesh, bo- flesh bag marauder in or something, then maybe, but like it's only during my upkeep, so it doesn't, the creature's not going to be able to be usable. Maybe if I like was running like seedborn shenanigans and something else, but I'm just not. So you're in green seedborn every time. Yeah, but seedborn doesn't lower my life total. So, but I guess you do have like it's on your commander, right? Yeah. Untap your your lands. So I, got, I have Belladra seedborn. Um, Joel Rail. I've actually been uh, looking to play this card in the deck. I just kept not finding a spot for it. I have no idea how to pronounce this whole card, but I'm just gonna call it Cat Joel Rail. Um, and it's one and a green for a one-two human druid. Someone else, please feel free to try. Pronounce it. Go ahead. It's Joriel Mwanvuli Recluse. All right. Well, Ryan's better at English than me. Yep. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even try. Whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a two-two green cre- cat creature token, which, again, should go in my Silvala deck and probably Brian's Silvala deck. It's good. But uh, it also has four and green, green. Until end of turn, creatures you control have base power and toughness X, X, where X is the number of cards in your hand. <laughs> Peer into the abyss and use this thing. Yeah. I'm going to swing at you with uh, 50 50 pest tokens. Oof. Good luck. That'd be really fun. <laughs> uh, Crab is another one. If you can find it's so hard to find Crab. And if you do, you should buy the Regna too, because that's why you can only find one of the other. People are buying the partners. <laughs> what can I say? Um, but, anyways. They're, they're meant to be. Uh, Crav the Unredeemed is four and a black for a legendary demon that does have partner with Regna, which is irrelevant to this deck. It has pay a black, sacrifice X creatures. Target player draws X cards, gains X life, and you put X 1 1 counters on Crav the Unredeemed. I love this card. I wonder who you're targeting with this. Uh, generally, generally myself, to be honest. My I pay my one, sacrifice 10 creatures, gain 10 life, then gain 10 life with Crav, and then gain 10 counters on it. Oh, love it. Yeah, that, that's actually great. Yeah, it's really good to get rid These of those synergies. Pests. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like I thought about this deck. Weird. Right? I actually, I actually put didn't put a lot of thoughts of, into it. I didn't. I, uh, <laughs> when, the, when that other podcast asked me if I would come on and build a deck with them and stuff, I just basically, instead of going to sleep on time for work on Sunday, I just... <laughs> built this deck in like a 40-minute period. I was like, this would be fun, this would be fun. Then I went and bought it, because I have no self-control. I really enjoy building decks that way, though. Just like, this this seems like a really fun card. Throws it in a pile, like, and then you just play it, and you're like, oh, okay, this card works. This one did not. <laughs> yeah. I've got some more of my basic ramp. I got Land of War Elves. I got Land of War Tribe. Um, yeah, they're just basic pips. Uh, Nullmade Shepherd is really fun and another card you don't see very often in token decks, but should be in every token deck. It's a really good card. Brian, go ahead, read it. Oh, yeah. Like, I do enjoy these cards, the the versatility of being able to use them. Um, so it's uh, Nullmade Shepherd. It's three and a green, and it's an elf shaman. Tap four untapped creatures you control to destroy target artifact or enchantment. I, I enjoy the... Like, and it's a two four, so it's a really good blocker. It's uh, four CMC. Like, I would probably run this because I like being able to have the versatility. Because no one runs artifact or enchantment removal. Typically, it's maybe only up to you to be able to get rid of problematic cards. To fairy's protection, this you casual. 
as I as I just <laughs> continuously tap four of my ninety creatures to kill your cards. <laughs> yeah, you're you're cruel. You're not getting out of that one. Um, I'll let you take the next one here, Ryan. Ovia Pashiri Sage Lifecrafter. One green legendary creature human artificer for one, two. You can pay two and a green, tap it, create a one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. Four colorless and a green, tap, create an XX colorless construct artifact, artifact creature token where X is the number of creatures you control. Zach and I do that constructs different. Yeah. <laughs> the second one is bonkers in this deck. Yeah. Like I said, Zach and I, uh, we do we do constructs a little different over here. I'll make ten cards with Beacon of Creation. Tap my guy's cradle. Activate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is this next one actually really works with what this deck wants to do. I wish I had a little more sacrifice to make it more viable, but it's uh, I think Savra. I don't know Savra, Svara, not Savra. Queen of the Golgari. It's two and Golgari colors, obviously for an elf shaman. Whenever you sacrifice a black creature, you can pay two life. If you do, each other player sacrifices a creature, which is good. And whenever you sack a green creature, you gain two life. So with those pest tokens, it turns your pests into like a grave pact ability where you still gain life. I love it. Very good. Yeah, I didn't didn't want to go the grave pact way because I feel like you just see the grave pact way so many times and everyone hates grave pact when it hits the board. Yep. Everyone, instant everyone instant should, target. Yeah, everyone should Play hate more the next them. card. Everyone should hate the next card more, but again, it's one you don't really see. It's a uh, Biorhythm Druid, but it's uh, a, yeah, it, Biorhythm is Bandit Commander, but Biorhythm Druid isn't. Uh, Brian, go ahead and read me Biorhythm Druid or Shaman of the Forgotten Ways. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know where you're I'm seeing like, those Biorhythms, the guy, but the bottom, Shaman of the Forgotten One second, Biorhythm is the bottom card, and it's just like it's a two mana card that does the bottom effect on this, and it's Bandit Commander for a very good reason. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So we got Shaman of the Forgotten Ways, two and a green, human shaman. You can tap and add two mana in any combination of colors to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast creature spells. Formidable nine and two green to tap. Each player's life total becomes the number of creatures he or she controls. Activate this ability only if a creature you control have total power eight or greater. If creatures, all creatures in total. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I need like a dozen of these. I didn't even know this card existed, and I need all of them. Yeah, Biorhythm oh. Druid is dope. Also, if you call it Biorhythm Druid, it'll just make people mad. All right, I need to take a picture of this. Sh- Shaman of the Forgotten Ways was the, I think, the very first win that I got against Daniel with my Tulane deck. Yeah, it's such a fun card, right? It, it was Tulane versus Tulane, and he, I think I was able to keep him to only like one or two creatures or something like that. And I was able to get it up. You had like the bounce loop, yeah. Yeah, the bounce loop, and I tapped it, and then he's like, oh, my life goes to three. I swig with everything. Well, is this it, from con- cons? Yeah. It's I just, got a beautiful foil. It's I love really, it. really fun to, like I said, I'm making tokens. The whole deck is about tokens and paying my life and losing my life. So this is like the best life gain card in the deck, to be honest. This card is awesome. Oh, it's a it's a really really fun card to play and like to get your life total back up like that and to get everyone's down low, especially like Voltroni commanders or if they or if you get a board wipe going, super fun. Because again, I don't care if my life's four in this deck. That's the point. Let's roll Let's... these dice. Yeah, I love it. The next one too is another great card, which I'm super happy. This one's out of Kaldheim. It's Skemfar Shadow Sage. Uh, three and a black yes. for an elf cleric. Uh, when it enters, choose one. 
Each opponent loses X life where X is the greatest number of creatures you control that have a creature type in common, or you gain X life where X is the greatest number of creatures you have in common. I love the utility of it. If I have a ton of pests, I can just like full drain the table, or I can get my life back. Because, as we have noticed, I don't have much of it in this deck. You Whoops. don't care. Whoops. <laughs> I keep saying I don't care, but there's a lot of ways to get it back, because you really need to get it back. You There's some fun things. I didn't put the other card in the deck. It's not on my list. I also have one of the uh, Infernal Contracts in the deck. Sorry, I haven't updated that one. It's uh, it's pay half my life, draw four cards. I remember you were talking to me about that when you were talking about building this deck when, we were, when I was going out for walks. Yeah. You're like, there's this card. I can I can pay half my life to draw four cards. I was like, to me that doesn't sound like it's worth it. But in this deck, yes, that's 100% also percent worth it. I think I might have taken out one of the uh, whatever one I said that I didn't know if I was going to keep in. Who knows? That was that was 15 minutes ago, and I don't have a long attention span. This um, is yeah. Ten- this is one of my favorite cards. You take it away. We got Tender Shoot Dryad, four and a green. It's a Dryad. And an Ascend, if you control ten or more permanents, which you can easily have in this deck, you get the City's Blessing for the rest of the game. At the beginning of each upkeep, create a 1-1 one, one green Sapperling creature token. And Sapperlings you control get plus two, plus two, as long as you have the City's Blessing. And, like, this is insane, because if you have Tender Shoot and Belladros out, that's yes. two creatures per turn coming into play. If you don't yell Bless Up when you're doing this, why? what's the point? You gotta get blessed. <laughs> yes, that's about right. Uh, Dan, I'm totally calling you out if you never say bless up when you play this. I assure you, every time I play anything that has a send, I yell bless up. Wait till I bonus mm-hmm. hunger the table and say bless up, fam. It's a good time. <laughs> he does have catchphrases for certain cards, yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, Dan, Dan, I'm kind of sad that you don't have the original version of this card as, your, as the card. Yeah, I have too many of these, though. I like the dominary so, one. It's not bad. Verdant Force is five colorless, green, 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 for a creature elemental, seven, seven, and at the beginning of each upkeep, create a one, one green sapling creature token. Ah, these upkeeps, if only, if only there was blue, so you could yeah, have multiple upkeep I wish triggers. I could Paradox Engine it, it'd be fun. Uh, and then Brian, I'll let you read this last one, because it's, I, this card is just, it's rocketing up in, in how much people like use it and play it. It's so, so good. It's still relatively cheap. Yeah, Veto is so good, and I like. I was just tempted to buy that what that dual deck thing, so you can get the foil version of him. I didn't even know there was a foil version. Yeah, you can buy the dual deck. I think it comes with the the ape, uh, Kolga. Yeah, oh, that nice. guy and uh, uh, foil Veto. So you get two two versions of those and very playable cards. That's sick. But Veto, the Thorn of the Dusk Rose is two and a black. It's a legendary creature, vampire cleric. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life let me pause you right there stunning reversal if they try to kill you and then you just gain all of the life back from going under zero and kill them with their own damage take that peasants (laughs) yeah (laughs) i gain a hundred you lose a (laughs) hundred that like yeah like this ability on this creature is absolutely nuts and then you got three and two black and creatures you control gain lifelink until out of turn you gotta get that life back i Honestly, that's not a joke in this deck. Oh, I know. It's such a good ability. I'm surprised that, A, a couple cards that aren't in here is Black Market. Uh, again, I, sec- I just I didn't want to go that route, and there were so many other things. Like, I'm not as much into the Sacrifice tree as I am into the Sacrifice for life, right? So if I am sacrificing, I want them to gain me life. Black Market's good, like, but I don't you're... have a ton of... 
Because you got to remember, I don't have a ton of super high cost things to actually do with my 10 life. I guess so. So you're getting all that mana back. Because I'm just thinking, like, if you're if you're able to, like, because you're sacrificing all these creatures, or like in token decks, especially black ones, I see like you're a lot of creatures are dying. Yeah, you go. A general. lot of people would go the aristocrats route, right? And I, I mm-hmm. just I wanted to try something a little different. Oh, I love this deck, but I probably would still run that black market just to get that extra mana. Black market's great. It's because because like there's lots of ways for you to draw cards in here. Like I saw you getting a lot full full new grip a few times yeah this is definitely not the route that i think i would have went but this deck i wish i had the collection to put this together without buying it this way yeah i would go out and buy this deck but i'm not paying that price well that that (laughs) price is the that's the guy's cradle you take the guy's cradle out pretty affordable deck I mean, when Gaius Cradle is twelve hundred dollars, Brian, this is is a three hundred Bayou. (laughs) Okay, so literally take the Bayou. I know Bayou doesn't Bayou doesn't have a price edit up or updated on this one. It just is a zero price. So even Ancient Tomb, like if you take Ancient Tomb and Gaius Cradle out of this deck, and Brian, to be honest, you probably have half these cards just chilling in like deck boxes in your binders. Like, there's a lot of I mean, for well, lack you, of a good word, there's a lot of chaff in this deck. Oh yeah, if you ignore my if you ignore my expensive land base, which was really funny in the budget version. The budget version it was just like uh, one of the bounce lands, and then like forests and swamp. And I was like, let's call it a day. Um, Makes sense. The deck looks like a blast. Yeah, like the uh, enchantments. I've got twelve enchantments. They're forty two dollars. One planeswalker at a dollar seventy nine. Uh, Twenty one creatures at fifty two dollars. Nine artifacts at sixty-seven dollars, fifteen sorceries at thirty-two, and eight instants at forty-four. But like, Assassin's Trophy is thirty of that. Yeah, so yeah, kind of... it's only the lands that are really super expensive. Well, and the same, my my artifacts, it's sixty-seven bucks, but thirty-three of it is Aether Flux. Just don't play Aether now, Flux Reservoir. Unless you are relegated to buying on the internet, or you have an extraordinarily well-stocked FL or LGS, there are going to be cards in this deck that are going to be hard to find. Yep. Like anything from Battle Bond, I can't find anywhere other than Ugh, eBay. No one has Battle Bond stuff. I know it's the worst. And like even like Portal, Portal's a nightmare to find. <laughs> I bought up uh, one of the LGSs in Calgary. Had a stock of stunning reversals. I took every one of them. No one's having fun but me. Well, of course. I take it that was Phoenix. That was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like we have like six. I was like, give me them. They're like, do you want to know how much they are? I was like, no. Put them in the pile. Let's go. Let's go. The stacks. This deck's super cool. It's super different, and I think it's one of those decks that if you play online a lot, like pretty much everybody that doesn't live in the United States, um, I think that you're going to take pe- take gaming groups by surprise with this deck because people have no idea what the heck you're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, well, like I said, it's a very fun deck. You you gain, a, your life total really goes up and down. It's It's very fun. A lot of people are like, what is your life now? Don't use pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I can just like, what's that card that you were mentioning where it's half your life for four cards? Infernal Contract. So like, yeah, you're, if you're sitting there and you go, I'm going to cast Infernal Contract, and I'll be like, like what? It, it's like, hilarious. You, people raise an eyebrow for sure. They're like, what? What are you? What is he doing? That card is also super good in the, with the Witherbloom Face Commander. Yeah, with the counters, that's a big. Yeah, I'll put 20 counters on something. I lose half my life. Yeah, I just yeah, but... really like this this deck. Like it's, I love token decks. I I generally like life gain themes. So, so it's like really interesting to like put like a life gain token theme and then also a like pay my life theme into a deck. 
And it is really, really funny to give people zero life or one life. Like, you will salt your playgroup if you pay your life down to two and then give whoever has the... You find an Aloro player and switch their life total to two, you're going you're gonna to have a great day. They're going to not play with you anymore, but you're going to have fun. You know another card that might be good in this deck? Maybe is the... I only know because of the Mystical Archives is the thing that lets you gain three life that is Storm. Uh, yeah, it's okay, but I'm not storming off as much as I, like... If, no, someone, if someone else is, like, then it's not horrible. The other thing, but with your pay 10 life to untap your land, you might cast three, four, five spells and gain 15 life in your deck. That's true. Like I said, the turn you get Belladross out is going to be an explosive turn. A lot of people are going to write it off as like a, eh, it's an expensive commander, right? But it's not. Like it is a, essentially you are paying 10 life to cast Belladross if you have seven mana. Because you're going to untap, well, I'm going to untap. You don't have to play like me, but. That's how I play. Daniel plays with his brothers. I play aggressive. That, I play at a 10. There's that whatever that card is where I'm going to pay 39 life. Oh, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> in, any of the any of the silly cards that like no no play group goes for, like uh, Game of Chaos, where you flip a coin and it doubles each time. You If you play that against any of us, we will play until we die. One like We will not stop until someone dies. We'll double the life total every time. It is an instant way to kill at least one of me or my brothers. It's very entertaining. That's greed. You're greedy. No, we just like to flip coins. It's really fun. You should <laughs> see me play uh, the Zinder Split and Okum deck. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, really like that. Cracks Thumb. That's a deck that I should start putting Cracks Other Thumb in, but there's not really dice roll stuff. It's on theme. Like all your decks. Yeah, I have... Uh, I don't know. Some... Some of the ways I build are real questionable. But yeah, no, it, this is, uh, like I said, it's a very fun deck. If you have a chance to play something like it, I think you'd have a good time. I have a really good time, like, and I've got a really good deck variety. This was a really unique play experience I found. It was very well, different. Well, I have one question for you. Yep. So you've built three of the five legendary dragons. Yes. And I believe you've played all those decks so far. Yep. Which one would you say out of the three is the top, or how would you rank them uh, so in funness? First off, Belladross, I think, is the most fun because it's really silly. My Shadrix deck is just, like, shady deals, so, like, it's <laughs> it's really fun. Like, I was, anyone who listens to this, please don't hold this against me, but it's shady deals, so, like, I'll be like, hey, do you want to draw some cards? And they're like, yeah, I'd love that, and then I'll peer into the Abyss them. It's, like, it's really funny, like, be, be specific when you make deals with me, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna don't be, make deals with Daniel. I'm gonna be playing the the <laughs> politics deck in the uh, precon league as well too. So let's make a deal. But uh, that one's a really fun game. I I just tried it yesterday for the first time, and I had a I had a really good time playing that one. It was I think honestly the game I played last night with that deck was the most balanced game I've ever played. I ended up winning the game at one life. Everyone at a certain point, all four players were in dominant positions. Brian was the, he, Brian didn't die first and Brian, Brian is the one who almost killed me, but he split his attack like a fool. I'll, I'll remember that, Daniel. Yeah, you should <laughs> always kill me. Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, I was at one life and the player who I had, who I killed first had extort out. I was, I was one extort away from death. It was pretty rough. I could have lost pretty easily. And you guys heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Kill Daniel first. <laughs> I, I do love the kill Brian first meme, but everyone kind of... Uh... If, if if Daniel is not at the table, kill Brian first. If Daniel is at the table, 
kill Daniel first. It has been fun seeing the online community play because they do all just kill Brian first as the joke because he does the stream and everything. And everyone just leaves me alone to have a board state that just becomes unbearable. And I'm so not used to that. Like in like for all in-person games, I, I basically I build as if I'm playing against all three people. I don't even try politics my way out of it. I know that no one's taking my deals. They know what the field of the dead is for. Like they, everyone, yeah. So it's really fun to see people trying to kill Brian first. But no, that was, I actually had a ton of fun. There was uh, one of the players, uh, John, had like Eldrazi out really early. I had to take his turn. That was really fun. Um, they never should have printed Galazette though. If you want to blow your table out, build a Galazette deck. That was one of the least balanced games I've ever played with my Galazette deck. And it's very fun for me. But, Sounds uh, like my kind of a deck. Yeah, I named I named it Treasure Your Friendships because it's just about making treasure tokens. And let me tell you, they should not have. They just are like, all right, everyone didn't like Urza, and they're like, what if we did Urza for instance and sorceries? That's that's pretty much Galaset. So all of those yes. like normal zero drop like a quarter shield things just turn into mana rocks. It's uh, they shouldn't have printed it. It's four mana. It makes a treasure token. Anything that you put that has treasure tokens and Galazeth gets like treasures on ETB, like they, I don't know, what, why would they print it? I don't know, but I built it. <laughs> they gave it to me. I have to build it. Yeah, they put it here. It's, it would be irresponsible not to build it. Agreed. And it was finally a good spot for my Dockside Extortionist and my Hole Breacher. I, uh, I don't really play those cards in most decks, but sometimes it's on theme. What do you want me to say? It's Hole Breacher. It makes treasure Assaulted tokens. Assaulted me greatly. Yeah, I, I only had a single. I had a single elf token or a single elf creature out on the battlefield. Like it was like turn six or something. I had only three lands. Like I got my three lands. I dropped my elf. To goes around the table, and then the player to my right kills my elf token or my elf creature. So we go back around the table. I have nothing on the battlefield. Daniel's like, okay, who's gonna pay into this tempt with this? No, mine's what a was glow. It? Yeah, who's going to pay into those Minds of Glow? I look at the guy that killed my elf creature, because he was like, I'm not going to pay into it. Yeah, he's like, I'm and not going to pay like, into it. That's I, I sense a whole breacher coming. And Brian's like, Daniel would never whole breacher. He's not no, that person. I, no, I just... No, Brian, I, I you believed in me. You said, and I quote, Daniel would never whole breacher. He's not that person. And in my heart, I was just like, Brian, I'm so sorry. Brian. Well, I looked at him. I was like, I was like, I could really use some cards. Like, I could hopefully get a land here. And then, and then the guy's like, finally, he's like, all right, I feel bad for you. Like, we'll get you some cards. And the Dale's a help breacher. I was like, Daniel, I was like, I convinced him so I could actually get some cards. And we're, Daniel out a high five view. Uh, we were playing, uh, we we're playing six person games too. So it was everyone drew fifteen. So I got five people's fifteen. Yeah, I had a lot of treasure tokens. I was a real problem that game. But yeah, no, they yeah. these Elder Dragons have been a blast to play. I've I've had fun with every one of them. The Tanazir, like it's it doubles power on attack. Well, easy, easy enough. Simic is the same. We get it. Yeah, that. Oh, I'll I'll quickly touch on that too. My my little brother made a foreign Clex deck, and I've literally never seen a green deck go so hard. It's I don't know what kind of crystal methamphetamine fueled nightmare that deck is, but it's it's nuts. Like he was regularly <laughs> tapping for two to three hundred mana a turn. Brian yep. Cyclonic rifted him and he got his entire board state back out like from hand like it was uninterrupted. It was like he's got like the most terrifying green deck I've ever seen. You need to we need to do a duck tech on this deck. Oh, he also uh, my brother is we're we're degenerates in different ways. So he has the foil Phyrexian Vorinclex on one side and then the normal foil Vorinclex on the other side. The monstrous oh raider God. and he just like flips them back and forth. He's just like, what does this car do? And flips them back and forth. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's a silly guy. 
But yeah, uh, the no, games are fun though. We are uh, we are ranting and stuff. That is Belladross. I'd love to know how you would build Belladross. Brian, let us know where they can find our stuff. So first off, you want to take a look at IntoThe99.com, where it is our hub for all content that's Into the 99. You can find on there articles written by members of the community, and you can find our podcast videos, our like links to all of our socials, and uh, our other shows, which are Parallel Thoughts and Brewing It Live with Lotus. So Parallel Thoughts is Benson and Necrozak's baby, and Brewing It Live is Lotus's. It's where they'll build decks in different ways. And Brewing It Live is with the help of the community or the chat. Uh, as well as if you want to help support us, take a look at our Patreon page and our merch store. Uh, I feel like there is something I'm forgetting. Oh, this week is the start of our Precon League. If you haven't signed up yet, find the page Rats the Precons on our website. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, see you guys. Bye, guys.